Hello, and welcome to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the injury market's top program for doctors, lawyers, and insurers who want to gain greater insight on how to improve patient recovery results and deliver better services in the U.S. injury market. Please welcome your host, Dr. Jeffrey Allen Kronk. All right, on today's program, what I want to do is I want to talk about what do you need to walk away from? What are the three things you need to walk away from from any attorney meeting? So I have a smart injury doctors program. In the smart injury doctors program, what I do is I make doctors help help to help doctors to become really highly proficient in the clinical area of spinal injuries, particularly spinal ligament injuries. We help them to actually do better with their diagnostics, do better with their treatment and and their their approach to management of the condition, and then to actually do documentation that's actually uh, stellar and exactly what the market needs, Um, exactly what the insurance companies need, exactly what the the attorneys need, and exactly what everybody needs in order to determine any benefits that the patient may be entitled to. So now the doctors, once they're able to provide that service, they want to go out and they want to talk to attorneys. So I, uh, you know, I constantly get the question of, well, how do I get a, an attorney to take a meeting with me? Well, that's probably the easiest thing in the world to do. You have to think about if somebody came to you to get a meeting, how would they come to you? If I came to you and said, hey, look, I, I'm just starting a new business and we see a lot of injury patients. I'm not an attorney. I actually have a, a uh, auto body shop. And uh, I oftentimes get asked, hey, do you know a good chiropractor in our local area that we could go and see? And so I'd like to sit down. I'd like to spend some time with you kind of sorting through, are you the kind of doctor that I could refer these patients to? You take that You take that meeting in a heartbeat. You would absolutely take that meeting in a heartbeat. If a medical doctor called up and said, hey, listen, you know, I've got a medical practice. We see a lot of spinal injury patients, whiplash patients, even work comp patients. And we just don't have any place to send them. We don't treat these things. We don't really do a good job of diagnosing these things. Love to be able to send them over to a center. Love to have a lunch with you. You, you. you flip. So that's the same thing that you need to do in order to get a call in the first place or in order to get a meeting in the first place. You call a medical doctor. You call it. Let's call an attorney. Call an attorney office. Hey, my name is Dr. Kronk. I'm, I have a local spinal injury center located near your office. I really want to have lunch or do a Zoom call. I want to get acquainted with you. I want to see, uh, talk about referring patients to you. And that's all you're going to do. That will get you the meeting. Hey, uh, I'm a, a local doctor of chiropractic. I want to find out more about your medical practice. like to be doing more referrals over to your business's uh, area. like to spend some time finding more out about your service. The medical doctor will take the call. So you have to be willing to give what you want. And so that gets you the call. But now once you get the call, once you're in with the attorney, like on this first visit, everybody gets kind of wigged out and thinking, hey, on this first visit, I'm going to develop a relationship that gets me tons of referrals. Okay, well, that's sometimes true. Uh, but 90, probably 8% of the time, it's not true. 2% of the time, that is true. The other 98% of the time, you're going to have to re-engage. You're going to have to do follow-up. You're going to have to develop a relationship. I remember I was listening to Grant Cardone. I don't know if this is where he got this from or not, but 
you know, he was saying the difference between a contact and a contract is the letter R, relationship. You have to develop a relationship before you get a contract. You have to develop a relationship before you get a good res referral source. So, you know, the, the three things that you want to walk away with or have the attorney walk away with in any attorney interaction is one, you want them to like you. That's the biggest thing. You want them to like you. Uh, people do business with people that they like. They don't do business with people that rub them the wrong way. They don't do business with people that are antagonistic. Um, and one of the first rules of any sales process is that the customer is always right. Acknowledge their rightness. So if an attorney says something that you don't agree with, agree with it. Right now, it doesn't mean that you have to agree with it. You're just agreeing with it in order to keep agreement into the communication process. Right. So if a person says, oh, we don't regularly uh, refer to chiropractors. I, I don't generally like chiropractors. Hey, I agree with you. There's a lot of chiropractors that um, don't really do that good at injury work. Hey, I just agreed with them. OK, I didn't take it personally. I just agreed with them. So step number one in an attorney uh, interaction is one, you want them to like you. Now I teach in the smart injury doctors program, how to come unique. You know, one of the things that you can come unique with is that you don't miss injuries. Um, you're really good at treatment and your documentation is really good, very simple, very straightforward and allows the patient to have access to any benefits they're entitled to. And if you're representing the patient, it means that it's a lot easier time of you helping them with their benefits. So that's what I'm bringing to the table. That's what we're going to be talking about that I'm bringing to the table. But at the end of the at the end of the day, I want that attorney to like me. I want him to feel like I'm confident and competent at what I do. Now, when people are when people get when, I don't care who you meet. If you meet a, a plumber, you meet an attorney, you meet an auto body mechanic, you need a printer, you need anybody. If you feel that person, one, you like them, and then two, you feel that they're really competent at what they do, you remember them. Right? So you want to be remembered. I mean, you a lot of doctors spend a lot of time uh, you know, preparing to engage with an attorney uh to try to establish an, a referral relationship, but and then they kind of blow it when they get there. They get too worked up when they get there. Remember, three things. like they, You want to be viewed as likable. They want to like you. They want to view you as confident and competent. And then they also, the, the last thing that you want to do is you want to get their contact information. You want to get their cell phone number. Now, for a lot of you, that's going to be like, whoa, wow, that's really aggressive or that's a really upfront approach. Um, yeah, it is upfront approach. If I'm running a center, I know that my center is highly competent at diagnosis, highly competent at treatment, and highly competent and simplified the, the process of documentation. And I'm really good at treating patients. Matter of fact, I feel it's my duty to actually go around to the attorneys and local medical doctors and anybody. I don't care the ministers, the priests, the, the police, the fire department. I don't care anybody that'll listen to me. If I'm that competent in my center that if you have an injury, I don't want you going to incompetent places. I don't want you going to places other than my place. And that's kind of the way you have to feel about it. 
right? It has to become almost a duty. And if it's not a duty and it doesn't feel that way, then usually internally there's something that you're struggling with about your service or about you as a provider, about your clinic, about personal injury in general, something. There's something internal that's that's you're holding yourself back. You need to unblock that. You need to get rid of that. So if I have this confident feeling, I don't have any problem asking a, an attorney, hey, um, I'd like to be able to, to communicate with you further, follow up with you, send you some information and text you when I do. Can I get your cell phone number? And 90% of the time, they're going to give it to you. 95% of the time, they're going to give it to you. If the attorney asks you for your cell phone number, you would give it to them. Right now, you want to get it. You want to put it in your phone right away. And then when you're done meeting, you want to actually connect up and say, hey, really nice meeting with you. I'm going to be sending you some stuff on a regular basis, you know, on a semi-regular basis every month or so. And I'll text you when I do. Now, with that follow-up, you can do a lot of things. You can do a lot of things. Remember, you want to be remembered. There's a lot of noise in the market. I don't know. I think I read somewhere where the average American now gets like um, six to 8,000 marketing messages a day. All right. So you want to be memorable. So if I'm working uh, a center and let's say I'm out at a continuing education program, I might actually run a little video that says, hey, I'm at a continuing education video or uh, seminar. I'm learning a lot of things. Or uh, let's say that I met a local medical doctor. We both do a little video. Hey, uh, just met Dr. Such and Such. He's a, he's a neurologist. Um, we both would really like to engage more and do more business with you. Hey, give me a call. Text me back. Let me know if there's anything that you need right now. Make a video and you text it to the attorney. Right now, when you get that cell phone number and email address, one, with the email address, you want to go back and you want to dump that into a small database like Constant Contact or MailChimp or something else. And then you want to start to feed out monthly some information where your marketing person just feeds out information monthly about the significance of these spinal injuries and how you can help them in the market and how you can help them. Again, your three things are, hey, you don't miss injuries. You Treat these things to a incredible, you're, you're really incredible with treatment. And then the last thing is that um, your documentation is stellar. So it allows the patient and the attorney to have access to any benefits the, the patient may be entitled to. And that's really the simplicity of it. That If you do that and you do that on a regular basis, you will, you will receive attorney referrals. So as on all these podcasts, I try to keep it short, straight, to the point, um, just give you something to think about, hopefully something that will help you. Um, put your comments, put your concerns, put your problems, put you know whatever, whatever you have um, regarding the injury market or anything that I said today, put those comments down below. I appreciate them and it helps me to develop further content for future shows. And as always, I thank you for taking your time to listen to me today and I look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. Thank you. You've been listening to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the number one audio production show for professionals in the U.S. injury market that want to deliver better injury services to the patients, clients, or insureds they serve. If you like what you heard today, please leave us a review and don't forget to join us on our next program.